So good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of After Dark, The Kink Collective. Tonight, I am here with Red Ghost, and we are talking about all things Little Space. Red, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody a little, a little bit about yourself? Well, I am from Florida. I now live in Michigan. Still getting used to the place here. Don't really talk to many people, so that gives me time to focus on my TikToks and live streams and all that. I am a little, very part-time. I don't know much about the community. I don't know much about terms, but it is it is my safe space. About how long have you realized that you are a little? Before I started TikTok, I had no idea what this was. I actually thought it was a little normal. I knew a lot of people that collected stuffies, you know, and liked to watch cartoons with blankets. I had no idea what this was until I started TikTok. I see all these littles on here. For some reason, that's what it showed me. And I was like, huh, so it is common. And I looked into terminology a little bit and I was like, okay, so they're calling themselves littles. Like, is, is this what I am? And I told my best friend I might, you know, be a little. And she was like, oh, I could have told you that. So I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so when you're in little space, do you feel it's more of an age regression? Like, do you regress back to a certain age frame, age, uh, state of mind? Yes. I believe it is. It's a form of age regression. Um, my background is not that great. Um, I didn't really have a chance to be a kid. And I want to say I regress to six or seven, around the, the last little bit there of a little before, you know, you get to a middle. That is the time where, you know, I needed a parent the most and I didn't have it. So I think that's exactly why I keep regressing to this age to feel happy and safe in a time where I should have been and I and I didn't. So do you, and if this is too personal, please, you know, tell me to back off. Uh, do you feel because of your childhood or lack thereof is what makes you become a little or go into little space? I feel it is. I feel that is a, a big contributor as to why I do revert back to a younger state of mind. Not too much else has happened, but I know it's something that makes me feel safe and happy. So can you explain your little space, your specific little space? What goes on in your head? What are some of the things that you enjoy to do in your little space? My little space is trigger-based. Um, if I see something like a giant stuffy in a store, right? I go crazy over it. I run over to it. I cuddle it. All of a sudden, my voice gets higher. I, you know, I look up at my fiancé who does act as my caregiver. But uh, yes, I'm triggered by objects, and when when I am triggered, I like to revert to, I have a little bottom bunk that I turned into, a blanket fort. It's filled with stuffies. I have lights in here, blankets. <laughs> I'm sitting literally in it right now, just stuffies all over the place. I get into like comfy clothes, like PJs, you know, everyone has seen me and the, the onesies, where I'll curl up on the couch, watch a Disney movie blankets, all the, the whole nine snacks. 
must be waited on. All the soft and fuzzies. Yes, exactly. Now, you do actually have quite the impressive onesie collection. How many onesies do you have? Oh, okay. Um, I have over 26 that I can see right now with my eyes. 26 onesies. That, <laughs> that is quite the collection. What's your favorite onesie? My absolute favorite, um, I have a chipmunk onesie that is the biggest on me. I, I basically, it's, it covers my whole body, you know, like, and the hood even comes over my head, but it's just so huge and makes me feel smaller while I wear it. It, it does help with the being cozy and safe and feeling like a, a younger version of me. And it's the cutest, in my opinion. Well, I have seen that one. It is, quite frankly, very adorable. Uh, now, here's the big question. How many stuffies do you have? I was trying to count them a minute ago, and I feel like I lost count. I'm pretty sure I have about the same amount of stuffies over here as my onesies. <laughs> I'm sitting in them. You're, you're sitting in them? <laughs> yeah. So, let's talk about your little space a little bit more. Uh, when you when you go into little space and you age regress, uh, do you feel like you revert back to the same age, or do you feel like it varies depending on what's going on? Do you feel like one day you're seven and maybe one day you're five, or is it all generally the same age? I want to say it's the same age. I I've never you know been one for pacifiers. I never get younger than say six or seven. I watch you know amount. About the same kind of movie that, you know, a six or seven year old would want to watch. I, it's never goes um, older or younger. It stays about the same. And that is actually a very common uh, mis misinformation, I guess. A lot of individuals think that just because you're a little, you know, you're automatically into onesies, you're into diapers, you're into pacifiers. And a lot of people don't understand that. Just because you identify as little doesn't mean you are a cookie cutter. And one thing that we always try to promote here with the King Collective is that it's okay to be outside the box. It's okay to not be cookie cutter. You know, not every single little enjoys a pacifier. One thing that we see a lot is individuals who will say, well, you're, you're not a little because you don't do pacifiers. Well, every little is valid. You know, whether you're a little, you're a middle... Uh, a, a teenager, every little is valid. And that is something that we're trying to instill in everybody, is that you don't have to fit inside what the common nomenclature box is. Now, somebody did ask, what is your favorite stuffy? We talked about your favorite onesie. What's your favorite stuffy? My favorite stuffy I've actually had since childhood is the only thing I still have since my childhood. It's um it's a little like tabby cat that I've named Chester. He needs a wash. <laughs> now here's the other question. Do you name all of your stuffies? I I don't, only because I don't think I could remember all of their names. <laughs> so many. Um I I do have a few that you know I snuggle a little bit more than the others that are named. How do you handle being little in public? 
It, that is an interesting question. I don't think I pay it too much mind. You know, in my eyes, like I'm not really so much looking around to the people that are looking at me acting this way. I go, you know, straight to my fiance and like that's all I see. Like he he's my world, <laughs> especially in that moment cuz I need him to be my world, you know, and he's all I see. I don't really um I don't pay too much mind to people. Now, what if the situation was you were by yourself? Uh, for example, if you, you went out to the, the store at Walmart and, you know, going through the aisles, you see a, a stuffy that triggers you. If you go into a little space, have you ever dealt with a situation like that? And if so, how do you manage something like that when you're by yourself? I have done that before. Um, it's been a long time. I think I handle it about the same way. I'm a little more quiet about it, though. I'm not, I'm not so, like, I don't squeeze so loud, you know, when I see something I really want. But, you know, you know I'm going to snuggle that thing anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, they're just going to have to handle it. Now, so one thing that my, my little does <clears throat> is when she gets a new stuffy, uh, in particular, if it's very soft and fuzzy, she has to rub the fuzz on her nose and her upper lip. <laughs> Me too. Oh, you do that as well? <laughs> yeah. And it's it's always so fun for me to watch her do that because she just gets this look of pure enjoyment and sheer happiness. Oh, yes. that I do that in public anyway. <laughs> always. Now, uh, you said that your fiancé is your caregiver. Uh, how does he feel about the little space? Does I would assume that he accepts it. Uh, but does he encourage it? He does. He he encourages it. He will pretty much say yes to anything. I want a giant stuffy that's 50 bucks. Okay. Yeah, he whatever makes me happy, he accepts. Uh now we do have a question. Uh is caregiver and little most often a romantic partnership? Um Yours is very much a, a romantic partnership as well, but there are other dynamics uh, where there is a little and a caregiver, but they're not in a romantic dynamic. Do you feel that for if you were not with your fiance, uh, do you feel that you have to have a romantic dynamic for your personal self? Or do you feel that you could have a caregiver that was strictly a caregiver and not a romantic partnership? I feel like if, you know, if he wasn't there, I would still want somebody. It doesn't, it really doesn't have to be romantic. It just um, happened to work that way. It's, it's hard when, you know, you're little and you don't have a caregiver because you're always looking for somebody, looking to look up to somebody. And it's hard when you don't have someone. So I think if I trusted anybody to be one, I would take it romantic or not. Let's talk about aftercare. Do you do you require aftercare after you come out of little space? No, it's a, it's a very gradual. Um, when I come out of little space, you can tell like certain things that I'll blur out are not what I would say fully, you know, immersed into little space. It's very gradual, it, and then all of a sudden it's gone, like it never happened. And 
he just rolls with it too so he's fine we just you know treat it like it's normal it's a normal everyday thing what is your favorite thing about little space red my favorite thing about little space is the feeling i get basically i could be doing anything it is it is the feeling of complete just joy and innocent happiness it's it's hard to explain it really is um I know my like my favorite thing while in little space is definitely a soft stuffy. Like I'll grab that before anything. But I think it, it really does go down to the feeling I get when I when I enter little space. That sheer happiness, the the safety. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, uh do you like the color? I do occasionally. Um I have tried to get some coloring books, but it seems like I my attention span is not like I can't focus on any one thing for very long while I'm in little space. So I'll color a little bit and then like I'll be like, I want to watch, you know, Moana or something and I'll just cuddle up and I probably won't leave that space, but it will be continuous snacking the whole time. That's very important. Now, what's your favorite uh, little space snack? Or probably pizza or rolls. What snacks do you have with you right now? Right now, I just have like I have a tumbler cup and it's filled with tea and milk. Have you had to deal with any individuals who are not accepting of your little space or who tried to give you grief over you being in little space? Not really anyone in real life. Um, I, you know, I've been met with a lot of trolls um, that come through my pages, uh, multiple platforms I'm on. They're always there. And really, you, I, I don't know those people. They don't know me. I don't really pay them too much mind other than, you know, to tell them they're wrong. And then I block them. So, I mean, that's pretty much how I handle it. Does it ever bother you? It doesn't bother me personally, but I, I do kind of feel sad that they're just going to do that to someone else. Have you ever gone into a little space at work? Hmm. Not, not normally, but... Uh, my my best friend does work a separate shift than I do. And when she comes in, I kind of revert a little bit because she's very, she's the mom friend. So I feel safe to do that around her. Do you feel that being around certain individuals makes it easier, little space? Absolutely. When you are in little space, trust is a huge thing with any kind of relationship, romantic, friend. If you trust that person to accept you, it does it does make it a hell of a lot easier to go into little space. Like sometimes little space is itching at the door and you want to let it out, but you're you're not sure if you could trust the person you're with to accept it. Yeah, I, I'm fortunate to have people that do. Are you and your fiance in a 24/7 dynamic uh or do you have designated days or designated time frames that are specifically for your little little space um it's very sporadic it, it kind of um happens when it wants to mine is you know trigger based like i'm there if something sets it off so he's always kind of prepared for that is it okay for males to be in little space or or to be a little and absolutely a lot of them are for lack of a better term, more closeted about it because it's not the societal norm and they're afraid to be judged on it. But 
I encourage anybody who's ordered to not worry about what other people think. To be yourself, because once you are yourself, you are free. And Absolutely. That's that's something that's very powerful. You have to feel comfortable with with who you are. Being in a little space around children, mm. uh, whether they be somebody else's kids or your own kids, uh, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's okay. Um, most littles can distinguish, you know, the adult responsibilities even while in little space. It's always in your head. You always know. I will say my my oldest son, like when we're out and I all of a sudden see something that triggers it, you know, and I, I turned into someone close to his age, he doesn't run from it. It's like he embraces it as, as well. And he calls me the cool mom because I guess I can understand him a little better. So it's, <laughs> it's almost like you can you can both relate on the same level. Yeah. And he really he really does like that. He doesn't have a lot of friends either so when when that happens we just go at it we're in the toy aisle together it's fun (laughs) blanket forts are definitely a must in my opinion oh yeah tell me about your blanket fort um it is i have it set up in in the bottom of a bunk that i'm currently not really using for anything right now um I I pin up blankets on the top to kind of make it like a canopy, like I'm all closed in. I have like lights, just kind of like string lights strung up all around. Um, there's blankets, you know, folded up in the corner if I want a blanket. It is surrounded in stuffies. Um, this is also if I have if I'm on Twitch streaming a game, I feel comfortable here. This is where I go. Um, if it's just me and my computer at that time and I'm not, you know, with my fiance playing the game, this is where I go. I go into my little blanket fort and, you know, I do whatever, whether it's catch up on TikTok or stream or, I mean, color, like anything I could do in here. You are a very large creator on TikTok. You're, uh, I believe you said 536,000 followers. Oh, yeah. And well over 10 million likes. Do you incorporate, I know primarily your, your stick is uh, cosplay, but do you incorporate little space stuff into your TikToks? Absolutely. Um, I have since because I decided one day to make a TikTok in a onesie while I was in little space, it caught on. I've made a lot of friends that are in the community, though I don't immerse myself in it really. Um, but I have met a lot of friends that I seem to have helped out by doing this. And since, you know, being, I don't know, I guess, I don't want to call myself famous. I really don't. Um, <laughs> being a more popular creator on TikTok since doing that onesies, that's primarily what I do. I don't know. It, it does help because even if I'm not in little space at that moment, when I put on the onesie, I start, you know, doing this, I, I think about all the people that are going to be watching this, how many people are it's going to help. Do you feel that people automatically assume that if you're doing a video in one of your onesies that you are in little space or that it is a little space related video? I'm not sure if people automatically assume that. There are some that do. 
And there are times where I don't revert to little space while I'm doing it, but I know it's going to reach littles or caregivers they're, they're, that are going to enjoy it and appreciate the content. I'll tell you, one of my favorite onesies of yours is the, uh, I believe it's a cow. Oh. <laughs> the big nose on your forehead. Yep. I, yeah, I do have a cow onesie. There was a question that was brought up. You are purely 100% non-sexualized little space. Yes. Zero sexual <laughs> nature whatsoever. What are your thoughts or feelings about cross tags? Uh, doing little space style videos or age regress videos with um, quote unquote adult content? Um, well, I, I have, I'm not sure I go too far into the adult. I have um, done little space content, but the audio, you know, was, wasn't, you know, a little kid talking. It was actually a scene from a movie where they cuss a lot. And that's one of the things that people, you know, when you're in little space, you can still distinguish adult things. You could put things together. I don't mind doing that. As far as sexual, I probably wouldn't do that as far as little space goes. Yeah, one of my favorite audios uh, that came from you was uh, the garbage audio. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I remember seeing that video and you were in your, in fact, I believe it was your, your, cow onesie and i said that is so heckin adorable i can't believe she said that <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't believe like a kid said that like i i found the audio on youtube um one of the things i do is i go to youtube and i go to kids say the darndest thing you the, tons tons of material there um i take audios from that and i put them up that happened to be one of them and i was like they're gonna freaking love this and Gosh, it blew up. It did. Now, for somebody who is trying to find their little space, or you know, they think that they're a little, but they're not quite sure, what are some recommendations that you may have from your experience to help them explore their little space more? I think a good thing is to talk to other littles. Um, it could give you an insight on how you're feeling, your mannerisms. You talk to multiple littles, caregivers. Um, try to put your foot into the community's door, ask around. Um, it helps to know why you're doing this, what you would be considered if you want a label. It really is all up to you. Like I said before TikTok, I didn't even know what I was doing. Like I, I didn't know what the, this was called. I didn't know if I was alone totally or not. So it's very important, I think, is to reach out. If you know what a little is and you think you might be, get in touch with others. Talk about it. It's always good to have that open communication and that, and that open narrative. <clears throat> you know, little, <clears throat> excuse me, littles helping littles or caregivers helping caregivers. You know, if you, if you think you're interested in something, reach out to somebody and talk to them. And, you know, but not just one person. Reach out to multiple people. Um, somebody asked, how do you find a, a good caregiver? Uh, that, that's, that, that is a very broad question. And the easiest way I've learned to answer that type of question is, what do you look for in a relationship? 
uh, is a caregiver always a relationship aspect? No, but it is very much similar along the same lines. And you have to, you have to be comfortable with the individual that you're, uh, that is your caregiver, or you have to both have a mutual respect and a mutual trust with each other. <laughs> Everybody is saying that you are such an amazing, respectful individual and that we must always protect the little, the little red bean. Oh my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> Have you found any correlation of little space with things like anxiety or childhood trauma? Uh, there, there's a very good answer to that question, and the answer is yes. Uh, red, you, we were talking earlier on the podcast about... Um, childhood issues that result in a little space um, you feel like that was an attributing factor to your little space uh, that you there were some some childhood issues where do you think your your little space came from i think it is a, a huge contributor on my you know, the age regression little space is because i didn't get to enjoy being that age when I should have. I I look for, you know, a caregiver that I wish my dad would have been or my mom. Just that love and support, you know, the cuddles, you know, just you want to feel safe and happy. And if you didn't when you were a child, it's a huge contributor. You want to feel that way now. And now you have someone that wants to give you all that love and you want to try it out again. You want to relive it, make it better. There are a lot of misconceptions with the little genre of the lifestyle. A lot of people think that it's a kink. Well, it's not just a kink. Some people use it as a defense mechanism. Uh, they use it as an age regression tool. Um, Individuals that have childhood trauma or past anxieties about specific issues within their childhood use little space to kind of remove themselves from those issues. And it allows them to feel safe and not feel attacked by those issues. You're allowed to be a little even if you don't like onesies or passies. You know, uh, Red, you, you said you're not a fan of passies at all, correct? Correct. Do, do you feel that... Do you feel that individuals may look differently upon you because you don't use passies and, and thinking that you're, you're not a little? Well, none of uh, come forward and just said that. Um, I know sometimes I feel that way, like I might be viewed differently um, or not taken seriously in the community. Uh, majority of the littles I know do use passies. Um, but even as a baby, I wasn't interested in them. So I can't regress to that because <laughs> I didn't like it. Um, so it's no, and just like a child, you're you're age regressing, so younger age. Um, just like a child, not every child is the same either. There are children that won't accept pacifiers, that you know will only drink from bottles for a certain amount of time. They move right to sippy cups. When some will continue to be 
you know, pacifier and bottle till freaking five, you know, it's, it's all different. It's not, it is like you said, it's not a cookie cutter mold. There, there's so many different kinds of people out there. So many different kinds of age regression. Um, no, you do. You're a little, if you feel like you're a little, you are who you are. There is a difference between age regression and age play. Age play is the sexualized aspect of being a little, whereas age regression is the mental psychological state of being a little. And, you know, as I said earlier, the mental psychological aspect of going into little space is a lot of times used to push back the anxiety or push back the childhood trauma. Being in little space for an age regressor, that is your safe space. And when you're in your safe space, you are that, that warm little bean. And that's when true happiness can come out. I, I'm sure that your fiance, your caregiver has seen when you go into little space, how exorbitantly happy you have been. Uh, now, what do you, uh, Red, what do you get out of your caregiver? Um, what do I mean? What I mean by that is um, when your caregiver is in full on caregiver mode, do you get anything out of that? I do. Um, I, I get the security that I feel like I need at that point in time. Um, and he's, he's a cuddler. <laughs> so he will, you know, take extra care to do that. Um, he'll make sure, you know, I have everything I need, you know, you need a blanket, you need a pillow, you know, he'll put on what I want to watch for me. Um, he'll go in there, make me a drink, get me snacks. It's basically, he just wants to make sure I'm comfortable. Were you aware of your little space, uh, whether or not you knew it as little space or not, but were you aware of it when you and your fiance got together? Um, and if you did, was that talked about at, you know, during your, your dating process or? No, it, it wasn't talked about. Um, I didn't know, I didn't know any different. I didn't know that it was different. You I didn't really talk to anyone that did the same thing or I knew I had friends that kind of got excited over stuffies and stuff, but it was never talked about. It was never brought up. I, I didn't know it had to be talked about, but I just, I am very fortunate that he just accepted it when it happened. Like, and he's never had girlfriends past girlfriends wives that have you know like done this but he just accepted it like it was normal like it was a part of me that is amazing to hear red you know the, there's a lot of individuals that i have been in communication with that they're afraid to bring up the fact that they're a little to their significant other because they're afraid of that judgment mm-hmm. or afraid to bring that up to their friends and you know one of the biggest things that we should always push is you should always be yourself and if somebody's not willing to accept you for who you are then do you really need to be with them uh now we did have another question come up uh do you feel do you feel it's possible to age regress without going into little space 
I do feel it's possible. Um, not everything needs to have a label. I feel like you can age regress. You don't even have to make it uh, loud. You know, it could be something you feel inside. It's like you said, there's there's no cookie cutter mold for this. Um, you can age regress and not consider yourself a little. It really is up to you. Have you ever had any situation that when you when you look back on it, you just you just find it hysterical? Uh, any situation where you've gone into a little space and um the funny thing about all that is looking back on it now um <laughs> all the signs that i was a little that were like wham way out there and i didn't even know what it was that was the funny thing like this when my friend said oh i could have told you that she's been around me multiple times where i have gone into little space not knowing what that was I find it weird she's never told me about a little space, but okay. <laughs> I she's think it's a conversation with her. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember it too much per se, but it's just when we would spend a lot of time together, when we would go out to eat, you know, I would get a dessert and I would be super excited over that. And I would make like num num sounds while I'm eating, right? Like just, <laughs> I, she would just stare at me and smile. It's like she knew, but she wasn't telling me. Well, well, sometimes plausible deniability is the best thing. <laughs> yeah. So, Red, what are some things that you are working on? Um, I, I know you you do TikTok. You have a very large presence on TikTok. Are you doing anything with YouTube or Twitch or uh, any other social media platforms? This is this. Let's let's give you an opportunity to promote yourself. I am actually. Um... I uh, I have a Twitch stream that I've I've been doing for a little bit now. Um, slowly working on that, uh, and we also have a YouTube page. It's going to be my fiance, my girlfriend, and I. We're going we're, we're going to make a Let's Play channel. It's up now. Just just nothing on it till she gets over here and visits me in July. Um, it's uh, Cuddle Puddle Gaming. That sounds like it could be a lot of fun. Oh yes, there's gonna it's one couch. All three of us are going to try and get uh, my fiance into a onesie. But yes, definitely. Me and Aeon are going to be wearing onesies. It's going to be hysterical. It's fun. I, I definitely can't wait to see that. Kino Saze asks, a lot of people seem to think that you can't be a little and be a top. Do you have any thoughts on that? Um, I don't. I don't think that has any correlation between the two uh you can be a little and be anything um when you when you age regress or you know go into little space um typically it's when you feel safe to do that now us you know as adults um we know when to do our job when we have adult responsibilities and once, you know, we're done with that, that's when we revert. We get away from all that stress. You could be anything. You could get your job done all day, you know, take care of your family. And then, you know, at the end of the night, regress, go into little space, do whatever you have to do to feel happy and safe. It, it has no bearing on um, your career at all. I absolutely understand that. And, you know, uh, Dawson Philly brings up a good point. Uh, 
I am a very large individual. Um, six foot four, very big guy. And I am very, very dominant. However, I do have my own little tendencies. I enjoy the hell out of some soft stuffies and I enjoy coloring and I get super excited over some of the simple things. So, you know, once again, it goes back into that. Don't be cookie cutter. Mm -hmm. You're allowed to be who you want to be and who you are. There was a question that came up. Is your girlfriend a little and or your caregiver? Or is it just your fiance that's your caregiver? Um, just my fiance is my caregiver. I'm not exactly sure if my girlfriend has put a label on it. I know she also enjoys onesies, um, you know, making herself pretty. She really likes the blanket part. <laughs> um, but I don't know if she's put a label on it. And I feel like, you know, that's something we can talk about later. Did did she help you design the, uh, the pillow fort? A little bit. Um, I kind of started at it and um, she's moved stuffies around how she likes them. She This is also like her private little room where she sleeps as well when she does visit. So like this is her space. I'm just using it. <laughs> completely understandable yeah. uh now such a broad question but how do you know if you're a little what are some things that you can look out for that might clue you in on i might be a little well looking back um yes getting excited over small things that is a big one Things that are soft to make you feel happy and safe. It doesn't really have to be a stuffy. It could be you get excited over a coloring book. Like when you're, you know, when your voice changes a little bit, you start using younger words, feeling out of the ordinary, like peppy all of a sudden, um, very excited over something. There, there are just, just signs that something, if you notice you're not acting as you would normally act, and it's something that just came on spur of the moment, I mean, you might want to look into it. And you said one of your big triggers for uh, Little Spaces, the, the warm and fuzzy soft things. Yes. Uh, do you have any other triggers that you'd be willing to share? Um, if I hear a Disney song. I will start singing it. Um. <laughs> so, so this this has to beg the question now: What is your favorite Disney movie? My favorite Disney movie is The Lion King, but you know, Moana is a really close second. I didn't think anything could get as close to The Lion King for me, but um, Lion King is one of those movies that came out around the age I regressed to. Um, and, you know, I, I wanted Lion King birthday parties, everything, and that did not change. Now, may I ask uh, how how young you are? <laughs> um, in my regression? Uh, in in your, your adult life. In my adult life. Okay. I am 36 years old. Uh, so Lion King, favorite movie, Moana, close, close second. How are you on Frozen? I like Frozen. It wasn't, it wasn't something that uh, created a lot of hype with me, though. I thought it was well done, and I enjoyed it. It is, it's up there, but it, it's, I like it. It's just a one I like. 
So what is your favorite Disney song? I kind of like Shiny from Moana. Shiny? <laughs> that was my favorite scene in the entire movie. Me too. <laughs> Mine, uh, I'm a big, big fan of Beauty and the Beast because it just it speaks to my soul. Uh, and every time I hear Be Our Guest, that, that just puts me in a happy place. That is a good one. What video games are you playing right now? Uh, right now, <laughs> funny enough, I'm playing Dream Daddy. Well, I play Dream Daddy when it's just me. Um, when it's my fiance and I on the Twitch stream, we've been playing like a multiple different things. Like mostly we do like scary games. Um, he's been playing Batman and tonight we're going to do uh, Back to the Future. Do you have a, a specific video game that you like to play in little space? I have played Dream Daddy like almost entirely in little space because um, it's funny and it makes me laugh and, you know, bright colors. All the bright and shinies. Yeah. Uh, and Mario, though, I haven't played that recently. I want to thank you for coming out and spending your time with me to to talk about little space because little space is such a broad subject that it's good to get a lot of different um viewpoints and experiences on and you you very much are an amazing resource and i want you to uh to know that is greatly appreciated that you have, you have taken the time to do this with us i want to thank everybody in the live stream for posting your questions and spending your time with us Make sure you guys wash your hands, stay six feet away from each other, because I'm ready to go back outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Oh. Um, but once again, thank you everybody for joining us. Keep an eye on my Instagram. Uh, that's where I'm posting all of the podcast information. I do have one coming up in two weeks with uh, Wicked Soldier, and we're going to be discussing psychology behind the DDLG dynamic. Everybody be safe. Remember, do your own research and keep on smiling. It makes other people wonder what the hell you're thinking. <laughs>